welcome to this very special edition of the Enlighten Me podcast. I'm your host, Mackenzie, and today I'm celebrating two years of podcasting on this show. It is the podcast's second birthday or second anniversary or whatever you want to call it, but it is a cause for celebration. So for this episode, I wanted to invite a special guest who you haven't heard before, Uh, She is someone who supported me a lot with starting this journey of podcasting and just has always supported everything I'm doing and it means so much to me. Uh, She's also my best friend and probably the funniest person that I know. Uh, I think you'll find her pretty funny too. So I'd like you all to welcome Amy Bergman or as I call her girl, as you'll hear in this show, or sometimes even my person, for any of you that are Grey's Anatomy fans, you know what I'm talking about. Amy is a very, very dear friend to me, and I just knew she'd be the perfect guest to come and help me celebrate two years of podcasting. So, in this episode, we just wanted to have fun, have a good conversation, and give some helpful suggestions to everybody that's listening, especially when we're living in this crazy, weird time in isolation and trying to entertain ourselves, trying to build healthy habits, and figure out what life looks like while we are physically separated from one another. I was so excited to have Amy on the show that I completely forgot to even ask her to introduce herself. So really quick, let me just tell you that Amy and I met in high school. Uh, We're both from Everett, Washington, and that's still where Amy lives. So we've known each other for 12 years, which is crazy. And we talk about some of our favorite memories together on this show. Right now, Amy is a police officer in the city of Marysville, Washington. She has a cat named Yodi and a roommate named Brittany and parents named Jim and Lisa. And that's probably too much information, but her family means a lot to me, so thought I had to share, especially her cat. And like I said, Amy is just a super fun person. She loves the outdoors, she loves to cook, and we just always have a blast when we're together, whether it's over FaceTime or getting to see each other in person a few times a year. So for this episode, I asked Amy a few different questions, again, all about having fun and celebrating today, but we talked about some things that we think you guys should try while you're isolated. We talked about different shows that we're enjoying right now, books you can read, uh, you can listen to us as we try to figure out what the book slash show slash movie The Outsiders is. And we even give you some recipes that you can make. But really, I just wanted to be this episode about having fun because that is my heart behind the whole show is to talk about topics that matter, but do it in a fun way. So you'll hear us laughing a lot on this episode and I hope you guys are able to laugh along with us. I hope you think we're as funny as we clearly think we are. You'll also get to hear Baker make a special appearance towards the end, so get excited about that. And I know I keep saying I have special announcements and there are more of those happening today on this episode. So make sure you listen through to the very end for more announcements to come. And I would also really appreciate if you'd follow along with me on social media. I'm on Facebook and Instagram at The Heartfelt Hippie. And that's where I post a lot of my announcements too, just in case you missed them. So you'll also see notifications for new shows that are out and all that jazz. All right, without any further introduction, here is my two-year anniversary show with my person, Amy Bergman. Hey, girl. Hey, girl. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome to the podcast. Thank you so much. I'm so honored to be here. Oh, I'm so excited to talk with you, mostly just because I love talking with you, but also (laughs) because I think everybody else will love you, too. I think so, too. (laughs) Uh, okay so for this episode 
I sent you most of the questions that I'd come up with, but I added a few more that I didn't Ooh. tell you about. Oh, um, and since this is the two-year anniversary episode, I wanted to, like, make it something to do with two years. So do you know how many days are in two years off the top of your head? You know that my math is, like, really not good. <laughs> I'll I mean, just tell you. Okay, it's 760. Oh, 70. you're so close. Seven? 770. No, you're getting colder. 730. <laughs> 730 days in two years. So I came up with 730 questions to ask you. That's not even funny. <laughs> I almost couldn't even like get that sentence out without laughing. <laughs> I started with 16, I think, and it went up to 730. <laughs> I have stuff I need to do today because <laughs> I know and everybody that was listening was like never mind yeah I'm they're like bye <laughs> peace out heartfelt hippie <laughs> no just kidding I only have 16 questions for you okay but That's yeah cool. we just wanted to do a fun little episode conversation with <clears throat> tips for people while they're still living in isolation and recommendations of yeah. ours and Mostly just have fun, and so I invited the most fun person that I know to do this episode with me. Oh, that's so sweet. (laughs) Um, (laughs) I do have lots of recommendations. Yeah, yeah. You're like someone I – well, you're obviously my BFF, but you also are someone I admire just how you live because I feel like you're just like – you're always having fun, but not like – in the way that most people in their 20s have fun. Like, it's not like you're just raging all the time or, like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you're really good at balancing rest while also, like, doing fun stuff and getting outdoors. And so I look up to you in yeah. those ways. But, but a good rage is good every once in a while. <laughs> every so. once in a while. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> um, speaking of rages, the first question is what's your favorite oh memory of us? Oh, my gosh. And literally, when I, you gave me this question, it's like three rage moments. Oh, so three? Everybody's going to – oh, yeah. I couldn't think of just one. I oh, mean, gosh. And, and, you know, I'll be brief with each. Yeah. Okay. Hopefully I have – I could – I just could not pick one. Okay. So, senior prom. Oh. Wait, we yeah, should probably because... say, like, how we know each other. Should we – Oh, should yeah. We so, okay. Yeah, why don't, why don't you say that? Because – Okay. You, you explained it a little bit better. Sure. So, we became friends in high school. We're both from the same hometown. <clears throat> we – so – Which is Everett, Washington. Woohoo! Rock on, Everett. Oh, yeah. Home <laughs> of the Ratchets. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to wait. See what you are going to say there. <laughs> my mom – so, my parents are from Washington – well, mostly from Washington, but <laughs> – my they're not from Everett and my mom said when they first moved to Everett my mom was like so this is where the carnies live like the people who work at the carnivals <laughs> oh my god that explains Everett really well and they have like that little mini carnival at the Everett mall parking lot oh, so that's gosh. legit <laughs> yeah. it's grown a lot lately oh we, yeah I love it yeah. now it has a dear place in my heart but oh I it's, agree uh, I actually really enjoy living yeah there. yeah you still live there so that's cool I know. Yeah. And so does my dad. My dad works for Boeing. That's the one thing that everybody, whenever anybody's like, I've heard of Everett before. I'm like, it's Boeing. That's the only reason I've heard of Everett. Home of Boeing. Yeah. That's what you should have said. Home of Boeing. Boeing. (laughs) (laughs) So we grew up in Everett. And um, so I knew you freshman year because we were in like a little Bible study together. And I remember I was really intimidated by you. I thought you hated me. Do you remember yeah, that? Yeah, and I've never been able to – yeah, I mean, you tell me that, like, every time we have this conversation, and I just 
I I struggle with that because I don't know what I did to make you think that. I don't know either. What was it that I did that made you think that? I have no idea. I think it's just that you're like like I was pretty cool. I know. I was yeah, you're cool, really but... cool. <laughs> and I wasn't, yeah. so I was like, you definitely. <laughs> Oh my no gosh. I don't know but then sophomore year we got stuck in aerobics class together and we were well, like I don't know about stuck but we ended up there okay yeah we ended up there with Miss Hodgkins and we loved her so yeah not stuck and she had some abs oh my on gosh her. that was crazy yeah, yeah she did yeah. She oh was yeah ripped. and we were like the only people that we kind of knew so yeah we really started hanging out then and <sighs> haven't looked back since it's just been a beautiful friendship i know the rest is That's history right. that was like i want to say 12 years ago yeah gosh 12 years we've known each other i know a lot's happened since then so we should have like an, a friend anniversary. yeah that'd be great where we go do an aerobics class together oh that'd be cute that would be cute Okay, um, so that's how we know each other. So yeah, we went through high school together, went through college together, all our formative mm-hmm. years together. So yeah. now that the people know that, what's your favorite yeah. memory of us? Yeah, so the first one is senior prom. So um, fun. So fun. And that popped we, in my head too with this question. Yeah, and we got to we got to get ready together, and we looked so pretty. I felt so pretty. And mm-hmm. we were going with guys that we just thought were the bee's knees at the time. And mm-hmm. and they were um, best friends, too, so that was fun. Yeah, they were best friends, too. My second favorite memory is Vegas with Taylor and you. Oh, um, that was fun. That was so fun. Hi, Taylor. Had, hi, Taylor. Sorry Shout you're not on this Taylor. podcast. <laughs> <laughs> um, we love you. <laughs> we do love Taylor. It was just such a fun trip, and it was just the three best friends are in Vegas, and... Mm-hmm. You know, Taylor's just that friend that is, you know, makes us come out of our shells. And yeah, if you're going to go to Vegas, you should invite Taylor. It should be with Taylor. Yeah. <laughs> um, and we love that. And so she definitely helped us do Vegas well. Uh-huh. Um, spring break. Spring break in Vegas. Yeah. Was it spring break? It was for me. I don't remember if you were graduated by then or not. It was in college, though. But yeah. Yeah, it was in college. Um, and then my final one is your wedding, you know. Aww. Um, just to be a part of, you know, your marriage and your journey with Justin and watching that unfold in high school and being just a part of that relationship and, um, watching you grow with him Mm -hmm. and become one with him was super special. Mm -hmm. So that was my third and final memory. Not really. I mean, I, I was there, but I guess it's a memory of yours and Justin's, but Anyway, I got to be your maid of honor, and no, I remember it. I, yeah, you were my maid of honor, so you were kind of a big deal. Yeah. So, oh, I remember I almost wanna... tripped on my way down the aisle. Oh, yeah, there's an awesome picture of you, like, giving the thumbs up afterwards. Yeah, like, that I'm was good. so embarrassing. That's okay. I mean, at least it was you and not me. True. Yeah, I mean, good point. You know? Yeah, <laughs> we all had embarrassing moments at that wedding, so it's fine. Yeah. That's awesome. I wish I could, like, ask you all of these questions. Oh, I'm answering them, too. Oh, you are? Yeah, we're both answering them. Oh, this is so great. Okay. Yeah. Okay, so my favorite memory of us, I picked, I, I had a really hard time picking, too. But like I said, I wanted to pick one that was not super inappropriate and yeah, also, like, mine. like yeah like yours um but I was trying to think of something not from high school too just because it was so long ago but so I picked kind of a low-key one that we did we made this memory a few years back 
and it was just a super fun day that we had together and in the summer we went walking on like the long the Burt Gilman trail the long like walking and bike trail in yeah. Washington and <laughs> we would stop off at like wi- different wineries like in between walking yeah. and we got lunch and yep. it was just such a fun day because I love walking I love being outside when it's nice out and I love wine mm-hmm. and I love you so it involves so <laughs> many of my favorite things and so many good oh talks gosh, that day so precious yeah all right, so yeah. number two, what's been the most fun thing you've done since being in isolation? <laughs> like something you maybe didn't normally do. Oh my gosh. So I've always been kind of like a online video workout hater. Uh-huh. I'm like, those people are ridiculous. Like the people on the doing the moves are ridiculous. They all have like eight pack abs. There's no way uh-huh. that they can like do a 30 minute workout and look like that, you know? Yeah. But, oh, my gosh, I've started Beachbody, mm-hmm. and I'm so impressed. Mm. Like, I love it. I'm just having a ball. I mean, I really, really – like, the workouts are actually a terror. They're really hard. Uh-huh. And my muscles are feeling really strong. I'm feeling really good about myself, and I'm having so much fun because it's so different from just going to the gym and feeling robotic and being around a p- bunch of people you don't know. And right. You know, when you're doing Beachbody at home, you can, like, moan and groan and howl and, yeah. you know, it's just, it's just really been fun to do those. Yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. You've been doing them with your roomie, right? Yeah, with Brittany. And she's, like, hitting the streets, you know? She's going hard, so. That's awesome. Yeah. That's so fun. Yeah. Which one's your favorite of their workouts? Oh, my gosh. So, it's kind of, like a full body you know it's leg day upper body day cardio pilates i'm so surprised pilates have you ever done pilates no i don't think so holy cow your your muscles are burning by the end of pilates like it's insane yeah and i never really knew that no i actually like yoga the best yeah is it super long it's only 30 minutes oh that's nice because we have p90x and I pulled up her yoga, and it was an hour and a half. I was like, holy cow. Oh, that's a lot I mean, of yoga. I love yoga, but holy cow. That's a lot of yoga. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's just 30 minutes, and I've never really done yoga until I started these beach body uh-huh. workouts. Uh-huh. So this is a whole new, like, thing for me. Yeah. And it's just been so awesome and so just good stretching, good exercise, um, just really a good combination of things. I'm just really impressed. So That's awesome. Um, okay, mine is <laughs> is much more nerdy than mm. that, but I was going to say puzzles oh, because yes. I love puzzles, but I, like, never am, like, oh, this would be a great time to start a puzzle because yeah. who has time to, like, sit down and do a puzzle, yeah. but I've been doing them, like, just while we were, like, watching TV or something or watching a movie at night, like, start a puzzle, and then I, like, leave it out for several days, and then, like, I'll be, like, walking by or maybe sitting down to eat. And I'm, like, oh, I could work on the puzzle while I yeah. eat. And it's been really fun. Like, I'm <clears> – <throat> I kind of get, like, really addicted to them. Oh, like, yeah. once I start, it's really hard to stop because I just want to, like, get it figured out, right. you know. But it's really fun. And it's cool because we've had other people sing with us, too. And everybody is, like, Contributing. Oh, let me find a piece to put in. Yeah. yeah. It's good for – it's good stimulation for the brain. Oh, totally. And that's actually a really good answer. I've done a couple puzzles since this started, and yeah. it's been really refreshing. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. 
Okay, what is your... Oh, I'm excited to hear this one. What's your go-to order at your favorite hometown restaurant? Okay, so... Is it a restaurant in Everett, first of all? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Can you guess it? I am gonna guess... (laughs) Is it Anthony's? No. Oh, okay, dang it. Am I close? No. Oh, okay, well then no, I can't guess it. Is it Outback Steakhouse? (laughs) (laughs) What? We don't even have Outback in Everett. Wait, what's that one that's, like, by your house, kind of? There's that, like, gross-looking... St- oh, Buzzin. Is it Buzzin Steakhouse? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> that gross-looking steakhouse. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Here's the thing about Buzzin, though, real quick. If you want, like, a down-home, dirty, like, the, the cook in the kitchen is a convicted felon breakfast... You go to Buzzin. Like, that's just yeah, where you go eat breakfast. Oh and it's gosh. $5, so. Rock on. Okay, what's what's the restaurant? It's the Vietnamese noodle house. And I oh, get the combo bowl, which is, like, vermicelli noodles with, like, barbecue pork skewers and, like, a ton of veggies. Cucumber, carrot, mint, bamboo shoots, blah, blah, blah. And it comes with like a couple egg rolls and you put like this delicious sauce on it. And it's just like, oh my gosh, mouthwatering. That sounds super yummy. It's my favorite. What about you? Oh, Twisted Lime. (laughs) No, that would be my dad's. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Emery's. Oh my gosh, I should have known. (laughs) Um, (laughs) I forget about Emery's because it's over where I used to live. I'm going to have yeah, to go there Yeah, it's close to where my dad lives. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Emery's is bomb.com. So good. So it's hard to pick, like, a favorite item because I feel like their menu changes a lot because it's seafood. But any of their, like, seafood pasta dish, like salmon yeah. or something oh, like that. Ooh, so super good. good. Their bread is amazing. They have, like, the crab and artichoke dip, like, ooh, ooh. all that stuff. Have you had any yeah. of their flatbread pizzas? I think I have before. So good. So if you ever find yourself in Everett, Washington, there's yeah. some recommendations for you. Buzz in. <laughs> it's really close to the skate deck. You could hit that up after. <laughs> for adult skate on Friday night. <laughs> Brittany totally goes to that too. Oh my gosh. Oh, Brittany. <laughs> okay. Um, so what has been of my podcast episodes that have come out over the past two years? What's been the episode that you've learned the most from? Who learned the most? Or I guess just liked the most, if you want to say that. So, my favorite ones to listen to are the ones where you and Justin go over questions together, like the goodbye Aww, yeah. last year, hello new year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And. You don't learn a lot from those, but they're fun to listen to. (laughs) Well, but you kind of do, though, because, you know, like like this year, lots of people asked you about baby things and kids. And that's a lot of advice stuff. And you can learn a lot from that. Yeah. You can also learn that Justin's insides don't process Taco Bell very well. (laughs) 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 And that Subway is not natural. So. I just, I really think those ones are hilarious and um, they make me laugh to the point of tears. <laughs> and and I do learn some things because you guys are yeah. great people and you're good examples of goal making and how to be intentional and what you could improve upon in your lives. And 
Right. I just, I really enjoy those the most. Oh, thanks. As far as other things I've learned, you know, you know me and taking care of the earth and all that. I'm like not the most number one person at doing that. (laughs) But when I do listen to the different things that other people do to, Mm -hmm. you know, make those a a point in their lives, I I do at least think about it for a while Mm -hmm. (laughs) and try to be better. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. I listened to that mass incarceration one. Uh Uh-huh. You know, because I'm a cop, and yeah, um, I think that. Oh my gosh, I forgot know. to ask you to introduce yourself and tell people about you. <laughs> well, she's a cop, well, everybody. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm Amy. I'm a cop. <laughs> but yeah, that mass incarceration one—it was—I can't remember the gentleman's name that you had on. Cyril. Um, Cyril was just really like on top of the numbers and the education, yeah. and I mean that guy was impressive. Yeah. And it was just really interesting to hear it from the side of somebody that's working with the kids Uh and not so much somebody, which is me, who's incarcerating the people. Right. (laughs) So I just, I really thought that that was an interesting one. Oh, that's cool. I'm glad. Yeah. And then I I really liked listening to um, the gal that talked about being a Latina in in uniform. Oh, yeah. Tori. Tori. Yeah. Tori did a great job. And, you know, I, I love... Hispanic culture and Mexican culture mm-hmm. and all that. So um, it was fun to hear her talk about her accomplishments and also your guys' conversation when it comes to race and yeah. Hispanic race versus black and white race mm-hmm. and all those types of things. So mm-hmm. those have been a couple of my favorites this year. Yeah. I can't really remember the last year, girl. That's okay. I I tried to just think without, like, looking at the list because I feel like if I look, I'm like, oh, that one. Oh, that one. Like, I love them all, obviously, because yeah. I, like <laughs> – put my heart into them but I feel like the one that pops into my mind and it's actually one that I broke into two parts was my conversation with Gabby about fast fashion she's the one that's from Australia so she has an accent Mm -hmm. and that was one that I recorded just within a few months of starting the podcast and Mm -hmm. it was like it was funny because I had told Justin this is we weren't living in our house we were living somewhere else and it was kind of a small space And I was like, okay, I just needed to be, like, quiet for, like, an hour. And, like, she and I had such a good conversation that, like, two and a half hours later, I, like, came out of the room and I was like, I'm so sorry because Justin's just, like, sitting there trying to be super quiet. (laughs) um, But, yeah, it was just such a good conversation. And, like, I knew some of the topic, like, talking about fast fashion, but I learned so much from her Mm -hmm. and I just really like her. So that was one of my favorites. Yeah. So. Yeah. Okay. Um. What about what's one of your other favorite podcasts to listen to besides this one, obviously? So this was like a tough question for me. Um. Because you're I not a big podcast listener, right? No, I don't. I don't. I you know when I'm in my car, I usually turn on the tunes. Uh huh. But I have enjoyed your podcast. Um. Because you're my mm-hmm. friend and I want to support you. Mm-hmm. But so um, there was actually this podcast that a young life person sent to a friend of mine. And it was a it was a an alcohol podcast, like a drinking podcast. I actually only listened to half of it, I can't lie. But what what does that mean? An alcohol It was like a like they're talking about different types of alcohol. No, it was like basically how to, to determine are you drinking too much and what how how to be biblical when you drink. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. I can't remember it was like something versus vice or you basically using alcohol as a vice and not like a social thing you know. Gotcha. Mm -hmm. So it just kind of taught you about when is it appropriate to drink and 
what level is appropriate to get to that you're drinking biblically, you know, because I think as human beings, we can all struggle with that, especially when we're young and we're wanting to party and have fun and mm-hmm. be social. And then it can get to the next step where it just turns into something where you're regretting text messages you're sending or you're taking actions you don't you don't want to take. And um, yeah. it was just a good thing to listen to and a good reminder to be like, okay, I need to remember when I'm consuming alcohol to not get past that level of, oh, I've just passed the drinking biblical and now I'm too far gone. <laughs> right. So it was an interesting one. And I can text you the information on it at a different time. Sorry, guess. Yeah, yeah, no, I that's can't okay. remember. <laughs> no, I'll put it in the links whenever you find it so that people okay. can listen to it if they want to because that sounds interesting. Okay. Yeah, it was interesting. Cool. Mine, I've referenced this one before, so people are probably tired of hearing me talk about it if they listen often. But my all-time favorite, and it's really the first podcast I ever started listening to, is still The Happy Hour. It's one that... It's just different Christian women being interviewed each week, talking about life, like talking about, she always says, like, we talk about the big things in life and the little things in life. And Mm -hmm. that's really what it is. And it really inspired my show even just because it's like, they're not talking about nothing. Like, it's not like one of those shows where like, we just sit around and talk. Like, they're talking about real life stuff and like people's stories and testimonies, but they're doing it in a really fun way. Mm -hmm. And I was like, that's a really cool concept of like, taking a serious topic but having fun with it yeah totally and so that one yeah that one inspires me a lot and it's just like a good one to like fill yourself up because I listen to some like I listen to music obviously I listen to some of the true crime podcasts and like some pop culture <laughs> ones but those yeah. ones just make me feel scared or or something <laughs> like that nightmares. so it's like nice to have something yeah it's nice to have something light and refreshing and yeah something that fills you up to listen to and that's so. called happy hour yeah, the Happy Hour podcast okay. with Jamie Ivy. Okay, I'll, I'll in mind. say someday it's my dream that she'll want to interview me on her podcast. So that's the ultimate. Wow, goal. maybe you should interview her. Maybe I should, but she has like a lot maybe of. Maybe go big or go home. I know. I should just email her. Why not? See what happens. I think you should too. <laughs> Do that today. All right. Question six. All right. The very first episode of this podcast was about water with Jess. Shout out to mm-hmm. Jess. What is something that you do to try to help save water? Oh, man. Okay. So I guess I can't really take credit for this, but we do have eco-friendly toilets in our house. Oh, really? What does that mean? Like, you know, they don't flush as much water. Oh, do they have like the two buttons thing? Yeah, like the two buttons. So on the left is the pee button and on the right is the poo button. Nice. Hey, that saves water. So... Well, yeah, it's not really my thing. But my next thing, and I I have been trying to be really good about this, is, you know, when you're, like, cleaning the kitchen and you're wiping down the counters and it's just so Mm -hmm. easy to leave the water running while you wipe the Mm -hmm. counters down because you're like, I have to go rinse my sponge in 10 seconds. Like, Mm -hmm. 10 seconds of water, no big deal. But it is. It's so much water. Yeah. Adds up every time. I... So you're trying to be better about turning off that faucet. I'm trying to turn off the faucet when I don't need it. You know, when I'm brushing my teeth, I don't need to just sit there with the water running while I stare at myself in the mirror. Uh-huh. You know? <laughs> yeah. So I am no, trying true. to be more That's conscious. That's a little thing that it adds up. Yeah. Yeah, totally. No, that's great. Mine is something that we did last year. I want to say it was last year. So our when we moved into our house, our garage didn't have gutters on it. So we had gutters installed. And we connected our gutters to a rain barrel, which 
is something. Yeah, I'd always, like, heard of that, but I didn't know that much about it. So I kind of just randomly pick one online. And it's one of my favorite purchases because it helps save water and money on our water bill when I'm watering the lawn and the plants all summer. And it's even, like, a toy for Baker because he loves to just, like, sit and splash in the water. But to have the hose just run all the time, obviously, is not good. Yeah. So we can yeah. just turn that on, and he likes to play with it. And, yeah, it's really cool. And it helps for the water. It even, I feel like, helps our garden because the water doesn't just, like, pile mm-hmm. on to the by the garage now. It has a place to go. So I really, really like so that. So are your gutters, like, clean? What do you mean? Like, so the gutter water flows into the bucket, and then that's the water you use? Yeah. Does it I get mean, filtered at all? No. I, I'm sure you can get one with a filter on it, but we don't use it for, like, obviously, like, drinking or, like, swimming in it or anything. We just use it for the plants, mostly the plants. So Baker's water. not swimming in gutter water? No, no, no. We'll, like, turn it on so he can, like, take his hands and splash in it but no when we have oh, our baby pool yeah. we use the hose because yeah i don't it's it's not like dirt i mean it's rainwater, but it's like if i fill up a clear yeah. bucket of it and like to pour in the plant you'll see it has like a slight green tint to it you know you know how like if sure. you leave a bucket yeah. out and it fills up with rainwater, it's not like crystal clear yeah. it's not super clear yeah yeah so so no okay. we are careful in that sense that's a really good that's a really good idea yeah, it's super fun, and they're really – I mean, they're not that expensive. Like, you would have to have someone yeah. come install it, but I feel like ultimately, especially if you are watering, like, a garden and a lawn all summer, it saves you money, I think. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. Okay. Um, hmm. Okay. Might have to consider that. Yeah, totally. <clears throat> What's one show or movie that you think everybody should watch during quarantine? Have you watched anything good? Oh, Yeah. I'm, like, all about the movies and shows right now. Okay. So, if you guys have Hulu, you have to watch Little Fires Everywhere. Oh, I haven't heard of that. Is it a show? Oh, my gosh. It's a show, and it's with Reese Witherspoon. um, And she's just the bee's knees. Oh, she's so good. And I think there's a book on it, too, because Brittany said she read the book on this. So, you can read Hmm. the book, too, if you so desire. But if you don't read the book, it's still – because I didn't. It's, like, amazing. So oh, cool. little fires everywhere. And then, you know, we fell into the hole of Disney Plus. Oh, yeah. So I watched Mulan the other day. Like Aww. the original cartoon Mulan. Yeah. Oh, it's so good. And remember when the Hun, like, sticks his arm out of the snow and he's actually alive? I still <laughs> nearly crap my pants every time that part comes on. Uh, I was going to say, I'm not going to lie. I don't clearly remember that part. It's been a few years, but I believe well, you. Well, people that people that remember Mulan definitely remember that part. So Oh, that's fun. I should um, watch some Disney movies. Yeah. That's a great idea. I can't yeah, wait till Baker's so. old enough where he actually wants to watch that stuff with me. Yeah, and like Monsters, but, Inc., you know, like all oh, those good fun. old school Disney movies, you know? Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. Okay, and Little Fires Everywhere. I'm very intrigued. You have to watch that. You're going to love it. Okay. Okay, so mine, I have two. I haven't seen any, like, great movies that I think everybody should watch. Although we did watch Peanut Butter Falcon finally, and that was pretty cute. Oh, that was cute. Yeah, that was a cute movie. Yeah. And they had it at Redbox for super cheap. Oh, nice. Yeah. But I was going to say two shows that we've recently been watching, both on Amazon Prime. One's old and one's new. So the old okay. one that came out a long time ago, but I'm finally just, like, catching on, is Downton Abbey. 
Did you ever watch that? Oh, uh, no, I haven't. Okay, I really, really like it. I will give okay. a shout-out to my mother-in-law on that one. She kind of forced us to start watching it, and she was right. And she also gave us the suggestion of turning on the subtitles for it because their accents are pretty thick, and they're speaking in, like, somewhat old-timey English. Okay. So the subtitles help a lot. Okay. But, yeah, it's so good. It's I, I like things that are, like, rooted in history i guess like so there's an element of truth to them right so it's back in like the 1920s and it's really cool to see like how their culture is kind of changing um and like Mm -hmm. the feminist movement is kind of starting up and Mm -hmm. it's just really cool to see the lives of the servants and the lives of the rich people and all this all this stuff so it's very interesting, okay. and it's very lighthearted. That's what I like about it is a good show that yeah. you don't, like, watch, and you're like, ooh, that was really messed up, you know? Right. <laughs> but there is one messed up one that I've been liking lately. It's quite the opposite. It's very dark. My aunt and my mom told me about this one. It's called The Hunters. Have you heard of it? The Hunters? No. Okay, it's very messed That's up. That's also on Amazon? <laughs> it's also on Amazon. There's only one season out right now, and it's with Al Pacino. Whoa. And it is about... It's set in 1970s, and the main characters are Jewish people, and it's it's really, again, I like things that are rooted in history, and I don't know how much of this plotline, if any, is actually true, and I haven't Googled it because I don't want to get a spoiler alert because we're only partway through season one, but... Yeah. Uh, it's just cool to like they they'll do like flashbacks to like what the concentration camps were like during the Holocaust mm-hmm. and kind of shows the persecution that Jewish people are facing still after the war. Mm-hmm. It's very dark though. It's not like inappropriate content, but more like kind of gory at times and yeah. a little bit like thriller status. Like I've heard people compare it to Dexter or Ooh, um, nice love Dexter. Bad. Okay, I didn't watch either of those, so I didn't know. But that's what people have said. But yeah, it's really good. It's yeah. It's, I think I, I think I'm under. I think I have heard of this. It's where they hunt people, right? Yeah. So they're hunting yeah. people. Yep. And so it's like it, we've realized that we need to watch it somewhat earlier so that we can watch something happy afterwards. <laughs> yeah, so you don't have nightmares, have bad dreams. Yeah. <laughs> but um, but it's really good. I really okay. am intrigued by it. Yeah. <clears throat> Well, I've written yeah. both of those down because it's always good to have new shows on the horizon. I know, especially in this time. Totally. Okay, a little more uh, intellectual. What's the last book that you read? The last book that I read was called Divine Direction by Craig Groeschel. Oh, oh, um, I've seen him in person. I've never read his books, but I've seen oh, him. Oh, really? Yeah. He Where? Was, he was at an FCA event that I was at. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, his book, Divine Direction, is about, it's seven decisions that will change your life. Um, So basically, how do you want your life to look 10 years from now or 20 years from now? Uh You know, so it's kind of those questions you want to start asking yourself right now. Like, what kind of person do I want to be in my faith? Uh You know, what kind of family do I want to have? Um, How do I want to serve? Um, you know, just, just what type, what type of community do I want to have? You know, just asking yourself these like seven important questions Mm -hmm. to start, um, start young. And well, if you're not young, you can read it too, but, um, 
just how do you want your life to be in the future? And it's kind of just preparing you for that and asking the hard questions. Mm-hmm. So oh, that sounds like it was really, really good. Really good. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. And I'm, you know me, I'm, I hate reading. So I actually read this book like in less than a month. Wow. That's pretty good. I know. Yeah. It's very impressive. So <laughs> it was that good. Cool. All right. That's good to know. What about you? I was like slightly depressed thinking about my answer to this question because I realized I haven't like finished a book in a really long time. (laughs) I've been reading, (laughs) but it's been a long time since I like read a book front to back. Yeah. Because right now I'm reading Little Women, which I started over Christmas. Ooh. Yeah. I've never read it. And I know that. Okay. I haven't either. Yeah. And it's like a classic and there's a movie that has Emma Watson in it. And I really like her. The new movie, the Little Women movie? Yeah. 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 And so I really want to watch that. So I'm like, okay, I should finish the book first. Yeah. It is a long freaking book. Like, it is long. So it's going to be a little while before I can watch that movie. And besides that, the past, like, two years, I've just been reading, like, how to be pregnant and how to be a mom. And those don't count. Yeah, they do. Well, I didn't read them cover to cover. Like, oh. I just read where it was relevant to me. So I didn't feel like that qualified for this question. Okay. So well, I think the last book that I finished was when we went to Europe and I took The Outsiders with me, which is also a classic. Is that a show? Is it a show? It was. It became a movie afterwards. It has a very young Rob Lowe in it. Hmm. I think there's a show on Hulu called The Outsiders. Really? I wonder if it's the same plot line. I don't know. It's like about... Um, teenagers oh patrick swayze's in the movie too it's about teenagers living in like uh, i want to say like new york or something like that oh no (laughs) that doesn't sound familiar no (laughs) oh my gosh there's a bunch of famous people in this it's the outsider is the show i'm thinking of not outsiders oh okay no outsiders you should read that book it's a cute little it's it's technically like a young adult read kind of thing but it was written in the 80s i want to say who's it by it is by Pony Boy. It's by uh, Pony Boy. <laughs> no, the main character's name is Pony Boy. Oh. <laughs> um, S. E. Hinton. Okay. There was something about there's something in the beginning that I read about how she didn't want to give her like full name and she didn't want people to know she was a female writing this book because she thought that would change people's perceptions of it. Okay. Something like that. It's a short little read. Yeah. yeah, that's the last book okay. that I finished, though. That was, like, two years Interesting. ago. So. Oh, boy. Yeah. Okay, question 10. This one was hard. Oof, What's the favorite vacation man. you've ever taken? Because <sighs> we both travel a lot. I know. I'm going to have to go with Maui. I was wondering if you'd say Hawaii. I totally have to go with Hawaii. And I had been to Honolulu, Oahu, uh-huh. and um, uh-huh. that was when I was a freshman in high school. And that was great. It was mm-hmm. the first time I'd ever been to Hawaii. So awesome. So fun. And But mm-hmm. this last time to Maui was just with Maddie. Mm-hmm. And it was just the perfect combination of relaxation, good food, doing some tourist stuff, and my first time on Maui. And it was just, I, will, I don't think I can go to another island after going to Maui. I know. Maui's the best. Oh, it was so beautiful. And yeah. just good cousin time and... It just was a really special trip. Mm, yeah. I had a feeling you'd say that because yeah. it seemed like an awesome trip. Yeah. Uh, Hawaii is definitely 
up there for me. It's like my favorite place ever. Mm-hmm. But as far as favorite trip, I picked Europe just because yeah, it was course. like the trip of a lifetime. Yeah, like we did um, almost a full month backpacking. We did six different countries and we were kind of doing it like flying by the seat of our pants. Um, we didn't have anything booked besides our flights. And we had a train pass, and we were just booking our hotels each night as we went. And we knew, like, what cities we wanted to go to, but that was kind of it. And yeah, it was really stressful, like, going into it because we're both pretty type A. Right. But it was so fun. And it was, it, was, it was amazing to see all these sites because neither of us had ever been to Europe for, like, leisure before. But it was also really good for our marriage, I think, just to be, like, together for so long, no breaks, no phones, like, it was really good for us, so. Yeah, that was a good one. Perfect. What's your go-to quick fix meal? And you are quite the chef, I should say, so I'm excited to hear what you have to say. You know, I'm gonna go with my famous tortellini Caesar salad. Ooh. Yeah. Okay, tell us what's in it. So, just chop up some romaine lettuce, nice and crispy with Mm -hmm. a little rinse, you know? Mm-hmm. And then just some fresh tortellinis. Um, I usually go with like the three cheese, but you could do like chicken and cheese or spinach and cheese, whatever. Mm-hmm. Just mm-hmm. boil those up for a few minutes. You want them to be al dente because you want them to feel like not mushy. Mm-hmm. And then the dressing is simply milk, mayonnaise, a lot of garlic, and salt and pepper. And you toss that together, put some croutons and fresh parm on top. Mm-hmm. And you can even throw some chicken in there if you're feeling wild. Mm-hmm. And it is to die for. Ooh. I could go for that right now. I'm hungry. Yeah. You would definitely like that because it's vegetarian. I think you've made it for me before. Do you eat it cold sure or do you eat it when the tortellinis are warm? I like to have them cold. Okay. That's so it's I a thought. cold salad, yeah. So it's almost like a pasta salad but better than a pasta salad. Exactly. And with lettuce, yeah. yeah. Yum. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I'm gonna pick my I have a lot of like quick recipes that I like but my one of my go-tos lately has been my spicy peanut noodles super super quick and you can kind of add stuff as you like but you just need noodles I usually use spaghetti noodles but you can use like rice noodles or whatever kind you want Mm -hmm. boil those and then you pick your veggies the recipe that I have is uh sugar snap peas but you can – I've added in, like, broccoli and green peppers and stuff like that before just for more greens. And mm-hmm. you just chop those, saute them for a little bit on the stovetop, and then you make your sauce. And the sauce is pretty much just soy – like, equal parts soy sauce and peanut butter. And you do a little bit of oil, um, a little bit of garlic, a little bit of – you could do, like, uh, chili sauce or red pepper flakes to give it some spice. Yeah. And – Mix the sauce together, and then you, when the noodles are cooked, you add the noodles and the sauce in with the veggies and stir it up till it's all mixed up, and it's really good. I made it way too spicy last time, but um, it was still (laughs) delicious. Uh, So, is that a cold one or a hot one? Hot. I mean, you could eat it cold, I guess, but the noodles, I feel like they, you kind of want them. Yeah, you kind of want them hot. It sounds so, so good. yeah. I love like that peanut butter flavor with noodles, like with Asian dishes, yeah. you know, peanut sauce type stuff. Yeah, yeah, it's really good. Yeah, I feel like even with that, you could add a protein too. Yeah, you could. The recipe actually calls for like toasted tofu, so you could like bake tofu or something. Oh, yeah, or fried tofu, or you could do chicken or 
whatever you want, really. Right. So, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Your favorite cocktails, question 12. But I want to say, I'm going to count to three, and I want you to say yours at the same time because I want to know if it's the same as mine. It is definitely the same as yours. Really? Okay. One, two, three. Old fashioned. Old fashioned. <laughs> Where were you? I said it. You were just kind of slow, but that's fine. It was the same one. I feel like I said it at the same time. Let's try again. Okay. One, two, three. Old fashioned. Old fashioned. Girl, <laughs> let me count. One, two, three. Old fashioned. Old fashioned. What the heck? You said it way after me. <laughs> Okay. There must be a delay in the... It won't let us speak at the Yeah. <laughs> but it is the same one. I was wondering if, so it was, good. if it was that one or if you were going to say something more fancy. No. And I mean, I don't mean to brag, but I did used to bartend for a few years. So I made oh, yeah. a mean old-fashioned. Okay. Tell us how to make it really quick. Okay. So... Because it's not that complicated. No. I it's mean... It's very easy. It's just like two to three dashes of bitters and an orange peel, and you kind of muddle that around slash stir it around so that the peel and uh-huh. the bitters kind of get combined, you know? Uh-huh. And then I add uh, about half ounce, quarter ounce to half an ounce, depending on how sweet you like it, of simple syrup. Uh-huh. And then two shots of whiskey, and then stir that, fill it with ice, and then I do like eh, either like an orange slice or just the peel, depending again on how sweet you like it and mm-hmm. a cherry do you get the fancy cherries because i get the fancy cherries the sour black cherries i get they're called bada bing cherries yeah those ones are good too okay yeah and you just don't want the maraschino too. ones those ones are yeah gross. yeah don't get those the bada bing cherries the juice that they come in is so sweet so sometimes if i don't feel like making simple syrup or i don't have it yeah I'll just, just put, put that, in. that in yeah yep perfect mm, so yummy so good. I might have to drink one of those after this. I know. Okay, so tonight I'm having tortellini salad and old-fashioned. Old-fashioned. <laughs> <laughs> okay, this next question is slightly more serious, and I'm curious to hear what you have to say. Uh-oh. What is something that you have okay. failed at? Oh, yeah, this one was weird to think about. I know, um, because we don't like thinking about it, but I was like, that's a very, like, human question, and I feel like that's something that everybody yeah. can appreciate to talk about their failures. Yeah, and I think – a lot of people don't like to talk about their failures because mm-hmm. it can be embarrassing. Yeah. Or, you know, for me, this question just reminded me of how much rejection I had. And it was – ultimately, there was success, so I can't say I t- completely failed. Mm-hmm. But uh, just trying to get hired as a police officer was – you know, it took a little over two years mm-hmm. to go through this process. Yeah. And specifically, failing oral boards – background investigations, just not being good enough for a while Mm -hmm. to get on. Yeah. And that was a lot of rejection. Yeah. You know, you get so far in a process and they're like, yep, it's looking good. We're feeling good about you. Everything's looking good. And then all of a sudden it's like, nope, sorry, you had this or that or you failed this or you did that and or you're not the person we're looking for, you know, and just it it just crushes you. Mm -hmm. So there was a lot of failure in that. But at the same time, a lot of perseverance, and it would have been easy for me to just be like, I'm over it. Yeah. You know, this is way too hard. This is, you know, there were there were many tears during the process mm-hmm. and frustrations and cursing and uh, just, just really some tough times. But in the end, I wanted it bad enough, and I stuck through, and 
here I am three years into the career and I couldn't be happier. Mm-hmm. So it's it's normal to fail. Yeah. And it kind of makes you think about how do you want to deal with the failure? Right. Do you want to continue or is it a path that you don't feel like God's guiding you down or it's good to go through those things and have the hard questions asked and yeah. see how you want to go about it. Yeah. So that's true and that's cool that you ultimately didn't fail, but there was a like a long period where it did feel like failure. Oh yeah, totally. Yeah. Mm, that's a good one. What about you? It's not as big of a deal because it's not like my career or anything, but not and not to say that there haven't been failures with my career. But um, <laughs> but I would say for me, one that has been like a very long process, like since my youth of trying and just feeling like I keep failing, is learning the guitar. Oh. And that's kind of a dumb one, but no. it's like my dad's a really amazing musician, yeah. and and so I've always thought like it's in my blood, like I could do this. <laughs> and there have been like three significant times where I've invested a lot of time into learning guitar, and I feel like for one, it's just freaking hard. Like I have a lot of respect for anybody who can play a musical instrument because oh, it's yeah. hard, Seriously. and there's so many different chords and notes and all that stuff. Yeah. And, like, I'll, I'll start to pick it up where I'm, like, okay, I'm feeling good. Like, I can play three songs and, like, I know what I'm doing. And then I, <laughs> and then I take, like, a three-week break and I'm, like, I forgot everything I've ever known. Right. Like, yeah. then I just get so, like, discouraged where I'm, like, what the – I now I have to start from the very beginning again. And yeah. I've just never gotten to the point where I'm, like, confident where I'm, like, I can play the guitar. Like, so I just feel, like – Like, you can just pick it up and play. Yeah, 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 yeah. Or just pick it up and people could be like, can you play that song? Like, I could not do that. Yeah. So that's annoying to me because, like, I still have my guitar sitting out. Like, I can see it right now. My dad even put new strings on it for me recently. Like, my dad's like, you can do it. Keep going. And I'm like, oh. It's just like. So do you think this quarantine time might be, like, a sign? Well, okay. So my sister-in-law, Kate, She was talking about piano because she used to know piano really well. And she was like, now is the perfect time. I'm going to get back into piano. And literally the first day they got back because they were staying with us for a while. First day back, she texted me. She's like, I did my 30 minutes of piano today. Have you done guitar? Because we like (laughs) said like, oh, yeah, we should both take 30 minutes and just do it. Yeah. And I was like, oh, no, I kind of forgot, honestly, until you texted me. But I'm going to do it. And that was like a week ago and it hasn't happened. (laughs) So... Theoretically, yes. Now would be the perfect time to learn again. Mm-hmm. But I feel like I've failed so many times already that I'm like, do I really want to do it again now? <laughs> like, or maybe I should just wait till life's a bit more calm. Because, I mean, I could I could learn now or I could wait 10 years and I could become a pro guitar player in 10 years and that'd be fine too. Yeah, I mean, you could be in our symphony in like 10 years. <laughs> this is true. I mean, I could be famous for my guitar skills in 10 years. <laughs> right. But so, here's the reality. You can do anything for 30 minutes. Mm, I mean. <laughs> Debatable. <laughs> Debatable when you have a one-year-old. That's the only problem. That's true. He really likes right. the guitar, too, but he just, like, comes up and hits it. So I think you can do it. I have faith. All right. All right. I'll try. I'll try again. Okay. okay. We're close to the end. Today, 
This is so fun that we're recording today. I didn't even think about it when I asked you if you could do Wednesday. Is it Earth Day? Today is Earth Day. Happy Earth Day, world. Happy Earth Day, Mama Earth. We love you. Uh, <laughs> we love Earth. the 50th anniversary of Earth Day. Wow. I know. Wait, the Earth has been around way longer than 50 years. No, no. Yeah, well, yeah, girl, but it's Earth Day. So the day was started in 1970. Like, Why? it became an official day in 1970. Like, the government was like, yes. We do need to save the planet. Earth Day. Interesting. Yeah. It's kind of lame that there's only one day. I mean, honestly, hashtag Earth Day every day. Yeah, really. But it's like when, like, the Endangered Species Act and the Clean Water Act and all these acts were like, oh, yeah, we have an issue. I read that um, it was someone – I can't remember who now. There was a big oil spill in Santa Barbara. In, like, the late 60s, and mm-hmm. that's kind of what got this person thinking. And the very first Earth Day, 20 million Americans participated. Whoa. Yeah. So. That's crazy. So, 50 years of recognizing that the planet is going to crap, and <laughs> we need to do something oh. about it. <laughs> and oh I don't gosh. know if you had a chance to read my Instagram post yet about Earth Day, but... I just want to point out that it's not just about saving a planet, okay? Like, I mean, I do love the planet, but it's mm-hmm. not just, like, a hippie, like, oh, save the Earth. The Earth is our friend. It's not about saving the Earth, honestly. I, I read this. Someone shared this a long time ago, and I was like, that is so true. Because the Earth is going to keep going, okay? It's us that's going to die out. Mm-hmm. Like, it's the animals and the humans yeah. that are going to die from all the stuff that we're doing to the planet. Unless the rapture happens. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, you know, Jesus will come back eventually. But right. <laughs> it's the planet, like, or it's the humans. The planet will yeah. be fine. It's the humans Earth that ain't are going gonna anywhere. Yeah. yeah. So I just like to point that out because I feel like some people are like, okay, that's nice that you're into the planet. But, like, who cares? It's like, well, I mean, like, you're a human, so you should care. Right. So, yeah. anyways, no, I agree with you. 50th anniversary of Earth Day. What is something new that you've been trying to do that's good for the planet? You're going to be so proud of me. Okay, I'm excited. Brittany and I have purchased bamboo straws. <gasps> nice. I know. And so whenever we, like, make old fashions or cocktails or whatever, uh-huh. or just, like, ice water or something, we use our bamboo straws. Oh, that's awesome. And do you take them with you when you go out to restaurants? No. <laughs> Silence. <laughs> but well, I didn't think I mean, about that, and so now you've told me, and now I can do that. Yeah. Well, and you really haven't been able to go to restaurants in a while, so there's well, that, Well, yeah, too. and even when I go to the restaurant, I'll just drink out of a glass. I don't care. Yeah, exactly. But, yeah, you could even keep it in your purse. Like, it's good for the drive through like, if you ever get, like, a coffee yeah. or a – you know, a smoothie or whatever in the drive-thru because they yeah, you obviously kind of need point. a straw sometimes. But Right. Yeah. So that's awesome. Yeah, good. Thanks for mentioning that, though, because yeah. now I can just maybe, like, have a little secret straw stash in my car. Right? Exactly. Cool. Yeah, my mom keeps them in um, her glove box, which is a good idea. Okay. Yeah. Sweet. So good job, guys. I love the bamboo. Bamboo yes. is a very renewable resource. Yep. All about the bamboo. Okay, for me, something new that I've been doing is composting, and I'm really excited about that. Yeah, have you ever tried it, or, like, have your parents ever tried it or anything? Um, I think my parents might start now that they're in Yakima because they have, like, a bigger yard, and they have some quails in the backyard and lots of, like, nature. Yeah. 
which compost is really good for like nature and animals so yes yeah yeah yeah. well yeah and I mean if you don't have like a yard I don't want to say it's pointless to compost because I'm sure there are things you could do with it um and like you could even just give it to other people that do have Mm -hmm. a yard but it's definitely like easier when you have a yard yeah but yeah so that's something that's new for me especially because we mostly eat plant-based at home like we have so many fruit and vegetable scraps and so I was throwing those away before and that's one of the biggest causes of greenhouse gases all those fruit and veggies that can't decompose in the landfills. So, right. so yeah, I was really excited to start composting, and my mom got me a little compost bucket. It's Cute. called the Urban City Composter, and I'll put a link to it. They have, like, a small size that fits on your countertop, and it makes it so easy. I really, really like it. Um, I barely stinky? have to do anything. It doesn't stink at all. I mean, like, when you open it, it stinks, but not, yeah. like, you don't smell it in the kitchen. It's not like, means. oh, I can smell bananas in my living room. Yeah, no, 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 not at all. I actually ended up getting a second one because I was filling up the smaller ones so quickly because we eat, like I said, a lot of fruits and veggies. Yeah. And so I got a second one yeah. to fill up when when that one's full and is, like, fermenting and everything. Mm-hmm. So I have two that I go back and forth between now. Excellent. And then do yeah. you just throw your compost out in the yard then? So I bury it in my garden. Okay. Because I feel like Chief would come along and yeah, eat yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I bury it so no, like, animals are trying to eat it. So I don't know. I'm going to do a podcast episode about this soon, but I'm not super knowledgeable in composting. I don't know if it's the same process with all composters, like, if you have to bury it or if with others you can just, like, sprinkle it in the yard or what. Mm-hmm. But I know with mine it says to bury it because you just let it ferment for, like, one to two weeks in the bucket. And then you bury it and it continues breaking down and it's like completely broken down in four weeks, I think they say, when you bury it. So, so yeah. Wow, that's impressive. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Good for you guys. Yeah, Baker and I were out there yesterday digging holes and burying the compost. So I really (laughs) enjoyed that. And I feel like it helps us to save money on like garbage bags because the garbage doesn't stink as bad now and we have more room in there. So yeah, totally good. And it's a good way for you to just get outside and go do an activity. Yes, for sure. Okay, we're close to the end. Uh, What's one healthy habit that you think everybody should work on while isolating? Because like we said, we have a lot of time right now to build those healthy habits. I really, really, and I know that everybody probably would have this answer too, but cooking at home. Oh, yeah. Just really taking advantage of just that healthy eating and trying new recipes or, or even just learning how to cook. Like, you know, if you don't feel comfortable in the kitchen, you know, work through that and become comfortable in the kitchen, you know, and just Mm -hmm. really learning how to like fuel your body with good things and, or baking. It doesn't have to be just good things, you know, go bake a cake or a brownie or, you know, just really exposing yourself to your kitchen and working on uh, meal prepping or just, just eating at home. It's just, I mean, I'm, Mm -hmm. I'm literally in shock at how much money I was spending on eating out before this COVID stuff because mm-hmm. I was budgeting like 300 to $350 a month to eat out. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. I know. And <laughs> that would, that would also be like happy hours and drinks and yeah. all of that stuff, um, which right, would add right, up right. very quickly. But yeah. I literally have maybe spent $25 this month eating out. Right. I'm just not eating yeah. out. You know, and I'm just so pleased with Mm -hmm. how I feel and all the good food I'm able to cook. And it's Mm -hmm. just, it's just been really awesome. And I really encourage everybody to dive into that. 
That's a great suggestion because, I mean, we're kind of forced to in ways right now. But it is a great time to kind of explore new recipes, like get on Pinterest and swap recipes with friends and all that good stuff. And especially healthy eating, like you're going to save money, you're going to eat better because you're eating fresh. And Yeah. And you don't want cooking to feel like something you're forced to do. Like you want it to become something that you enjoy and that you're like, oh, I'm going to get great rewards from this, you know. Very true. Okay, I kind of have two. One of them you kind of already said. So yoga, I feel like, is a really good one that I think everybody should start right now. Just even once a week, try it at home. There's so many videos online. Even the yoga studio that I go to here has online classes, so I'll put a link to that. And it's something – it does not have to be a spiritual thing by any means. It's just really good, and I know some people are like, well, I'm not flexible, and it's like – that is literally the point of yoga. You should be doing yoga if you're not flexible. Like, yeah. <laughs> stretching. Like, yeah, you, you don't do it yeah. because you're good at stretching. Like, you do it to get better. So I think right. everybody should do it. And it's uh, – my I finally got Justin to do it with me once recently. And he was like, I respect it. Like, before I think he had kind of – I was always like, you have to come to a yoga class with me. And he was always like, yeah, I don't know about that. But he was like, yeah. this is much harder than I thought because it really works your muscles. It's not just sitting and meditating, like, and it can be, there are some slower ones and there are some faster ones and there are some harder ones, but it can be whatever you want. It can be a relaxing thing. It can be like a sweating, hardcore workout. It just is what you make of it, but it's so good for your body. And I feel like to be strong and thin, like is great, but to be flexible as you get older is going to be so important. Oh my gosh. So life changing. Yeah. yeah, that was one. And then I think another that I just feel like people should be careful of right now is phones, like how much time you're spending mm. on your phone. Because I think probably totally. most people would relate where they just kind of carry their phone around with them throughout the house all day long. And I know for me, like I do have to use my phone for work. So obviously between like eight and five, I'm going to be by my phone. But I've been trying to be careful. Of, okay, at five, you know, when I'm done with work, quote unquote, like Let's just put it in one room and leave it there, maybe on my nightstand. And I can go in and check it if I need to. I'm not saying you can't be on your phone at night. But, like, I also want to be spending time with my family at night. And, like, Mm -hmm. you know, just all that screen time isn't good for everybody. Like, we're all addicted to our phones. So maybe thinking about what's a healthy habit for you and for your family. And so you're not just – we're all guilty of this. Like, we'll do something with our roommate or our friends or our family – but we'll still have our phone and like start scrolling through Facebook. Like Mm -hmm. even though there's no need to, you just are doing it out of habit. It's just there. Yeah. It's just next to you. I'm totally guilty of that. Oh yeah, me too. But yeah, it's something we keep saying, okay, let's do that. And it's so hard to actually start because then I'll be like, well, I like do need to do one thing. Like there's a text I haven't (laughs) responded to. Yeah. Like (laughs) you can make so many excuses. Yeah. Yes, I do want to text my friend back, but also they know – if they just know that they can't reach me after five a lot of times or, like, I'm just slow to respond, like, that – I'm not saying it's good to be known as that person, but it's also, like, I think it's not bad to be known as the person who, like, doesn't spend a lot of time on their phone. Oh, yeah, totally. That's just something I've been thinking about lately. Yeah, that's great. That's a good suggestion. I like that. Yeah. Okay, so – very last question. This is kind of a fun one. Ooh. And I, I didn't tell you a lot about this before. But I wanted to know a suggestion from you because I have a lot of future plans in the works that I've talked to you about with the show. 
Uh, by the time this airs, like I'll have posted this on social media already, but I'm going to start doing more regular episodes. So I'm going to have episodes out once a week and some of them will still be interviews with people. Some of them will be just me sharing little tips and whatnot, but I'm going to try to have weekly content out there and doing two-part interviews and whatnot, Mm -hmm. trying to be more consistent and spending more time on the show, which I have more announcements to come about that and kind of where my work life is headed because I haven't publicly announced that yet, but I'll get there eventually. But yeah, one thing I want to do is I really obviously want to grow who's listening to the show, and Mm -hmm. one big way is with reviews. And so I saw someone else doing this, and I thought it was a great idea that, you know, to get people to sacrifice one minute to write a review is asking a lot, I understand. Mm -hmm. So I thought one cool way to motivate people would be to say that I am going to donate $1 of my own money to a charity for every review that people give me. I'm going to donate a dollar of my own money to a charity. And I wanted your help thinking of one. And I don't don't love the term charity. I should say nonprofit. And I also want to be clear, my husband works for a nonprofit, so, like, obviously they're my favorite, but I'm not going to pick them because that feels like self-investment. Like, yeah, that's kind of cheating. <laughs> so I'm not picking that one. So I'm going to pick a different nonprofit. So I wanted to hear what your favorite nonprofit is right now. Yeah, and I, and I donate to FCA, too, because they're mm-hmm. my favorite, too. But my mm-hmm. other favorite is Young Life, mm-hmm. and that's because I was involved in that as a kid. And Mm -hmm. it helped me me develop in my relationship with Jesus, in my friendships with Christian women and men and leaders. It helped me. And each other. And each other. Um, (laughs) It developed me as a leader Mm -hmm. and as a work crew member. Mm -hmm. Really just shaped a lot of my life. Mm -hmm. And so my roommate is also the area director for Everett and Mill Creek Young Life. So I like to support her in that way as well. Uh And I just, you know, I just really want the kids to know Jesus. And I think Young Life is a great outreach program and they're doing really, really good things. So I would I would vote Young Life for my charity. Okay. That seals the deal. One dollar to Young Life. Yes. For every review that's written of my own money. Wow. I haven't talked to my husband about it, but I think I'll be fine <laughs> because he loves Young Life too. <laughs> and I was also gonna try to find like Something that's helping with the pandemic right now. I haven't yeah, done a lot of a research on that, but maybe also donate to them. So mm-hmm. maybe even $2 of my own money for every review. But yeah, I love to give money away to causes that I believe in, and Young Life is one of them. So Perfect. that's the deal wow. that's happening. So starting the day this airs for 30 days, and maybe we'll keep it going longer than that. But yeah, I would love it if people would listen and leave a review, leave a rating, and it's going to help spread the word about the good content on the show and it's going to help people because I'll be donating money. Yeah, so. do you hear that guys? Help the children. <laughs> Save the children. Save the kids. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my gosh. I love it. Well, thanks for your help picking out a charity. Oh my gosh. Thanks for asking. Yeah. Well, and girl, this is so fun. This is great. I want to like be a guest all the time. I know. Well, funny you should say that because I have been meaning to ask you, like, we should have you on as a guest and talk about your career and what it's like to be a lady cop. I would love to do that. I would be honored to be back. (laughs) (laughs) but no for real I want to hear about like you know because we've talked about like you said mass incarceration on the show and I think it'd be interesting to hear like Mm -hmm. your side of things and 
you know, what it's like to be a female in, like, a yeah. male-dominated workforce and mm-hmm. all that stuff. Yeah, I would love to share. And, yeah. um, by the way, the moment a guy starts singing Mrs. Officer, you know he's not the one. So. <laughs> oh, gosh. How many times has that happened? Probably, like, three. Like, on dates, you mean? No, but, like, in texting. Or they're like, ooh, I'll handcuff you. And you're like, bye. <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> Uh, okay all you single men who are listening that is not a pickup line you want to go yeah don't use that (laughs) oh my gosh okay yeah so look for that in future episodes because that's gonna happen not today though because we both have tortellini salad and (laughs) old-fashioned that's right So we got to go now, but later on, that's going to happen. <laughs> oh, oh, I boy. hear I hear the baby. Oh, man. Okay. Oh, yep. Man. It's really the cue to end the show. <laughs> thanks for Gosh, having me, girl. <laughs> <laughs> oh, girl. Oh, thanks gosh. for coming on. This was so fun. I loved having you. And it's just an honor to celebrate my little two-year anniversary with you because yeah. you oh, also really helped me to get this started you were one of the first people I told that I had this idea and you have been such an encouragement to me since the very beginning of just get going like chasing my dreams doing it and you know not being fearful of what's gonna happen so thank you for that. oh you're welcome girl I'm always here for you and I'm excited for this journey it's gonna be gold thanks girl and happy earth day happy earth day There you have it, two years in the books and hopefully a lot more to come. I really hope you had fun listening to this because as you could probably tell, Amy and I had a lot of fun recording it. I also hope you're excited about the announcement of more shows to come. I posted that on my social media a few days ago too. I'm going to be putting out weekly episodes, so two of those will be two-part interviews. I'm going to start breaking down these episodes so they're a little bit shorter, hopefully easier to take in, into two-part interview episodes. And then the other weeks, I'm just going to be posting mini-episodes just with some helpful tidbits. I know some people like to just listen to a short show, maybe 10 or 15 minutes, maybe while they're in the car or doing the dishes or whatever it is. So I'm going to have lots of different content available for you guys. So you need to make sure you are subscribed to the show so that you can get that. Like I also said with Amy, I have even more announcements to come. I'm hoping you're not getting tired of me saying that yet. But for one, we are definitely going to have Amy back on the show in the future to talk about her career, what it's like being a female police officer, and just her line of work. I think that's a really relevant topic right now and something I know a lot of people would find super interesting. But the other thing is that you need to make sure you go leave a review. So like Amy and I said, I am going to donate $2 of my personal money to two different charities right now for every single review that is left. So leaving one review, taking one minute to go do that, will help to donate to two really awesome causes. So the first is Young Life, which Amy and I talked about, a faith-based organization. It helped me and Amy both a lot in our youth, and it's serving youth in middle school, high school, college. They even go so far as to help teen moms and children with special needs. So it's a super, super awesome organization. I love them and I'm excited to be donating to them. And then the other organization that I picked out is called Water Mission. So this one I'm excited about because it's actually local to me where I live right now in Charleston, but they have a completely global focus. So what Water Mission does is they are seeking to give clean water in sustainable ways to communities in need. 
So right now, with the coronavirus going on, they are focused on sanitation and still helping to get that clean water access to some of the most desperate communities. So when you donate to them, you are helping with this global water cause, which I wanted to pick something that wasn't just in the United States because I know I have listeners all over the world. Two awesome organizations that I would love if you would help support just by leaving me a review. It doesn't even cost you any money. Just a little bit of your time is all I'm asking for. So I should clarify that this will only work if you are leaving your rating and review on the iTunes podcast app, okay? So you can actually do that on your phone through iTunes podcasts, or you can do it on the computer. If you're doing it on the computer, what you need to do is go to the iTunes website with my show specifically, which I put a link to that in the show notes. And it will probably ask you to open the app if you have a Mac. And if you don't have the iTunes app, then it'll just take you there. You should see my show information. And you want to hit subscribe. And then you'll see on the top portion where you can hit ratings and reviews. And once you click on that, you can click write a review and type in whatever you want to say there. I will donate even if you leave me a bad review, but I would really love it if you'd leave me a good review. I could use the positive affirmation. If you're on your phone on the podcast app, what you have to do is you have to go to your library, then click on my show, so you're going to have to be subscribed to it also there. So make sure you're subscribed, go to your library, click on the show, scroll all the way down, and then you can tap a star to rate or click write a review below that, and that's where you get to say what you want to say. So the reason this is such a big deal is it helps other people to find the show. It shows iTunes that, hey, people like this show, you should recommend it to others. So it helps me out by spreading the word because word of mouth is so huge in the podcasting community. So that being said, if you want to share the show on social media and tag me in it, like on your Instagram post or Instagram story or on Facebook post, Facebook story, if you do something like that and tag me in the show, I will add in an extra dollar to my donations, okay? So, so many ways that you can give back by helping spread the word about the show, leaving a rating, leaving a review, word of mouth, those are all huge, okay? It's going to help me, and in return, I'm going to help others. Thank you so much for listening to this very, very, very special episode. I had a blast recording it. I've had a blast the past two years, and I can't wait to keep doing more. And thank you for listening all the way through. Now go leave a review. I can't wait to see how much money I'm able to give away because of your help. Follow along on Instagram or Facebook to find out more news at The Heartfelt Hippie. You can view the show notes if you want to see the links for anything Amy and I referenced or if you want to see that link on how to get to my show on iTunes. So you can view the show notes again on my website, www.heartfelthippie.com, or you can just scroll down if you're listening on the app and you should be able to view more information there. And one more time, while you're there, don't forget, leave a rating, leave a review, and subscribe to the show. Oh, and keep seeking to get enlightened. Peace out. I'll never let you out.